0: so everything you say will now be sent directly to the FBI and you will be put on their most wanted list because it's oh,
1: it... like a normal day
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
2: as if I wasn't already
0: <laughs> so this is the how long to beat podcast and uh, you might have just heard a voice that you are unfamiliar with because we have our very first guest host for the show Go ahead and introduce yourself, friend.
2: My name's Anthony. I have the very prestigious title of First Guy to Message You Guys. Um, <laughs> so prestigious.
0: You're going to get a trophy in the mail that has First Guy to Message Us.
2: I am, like, not a very interesting person, but I like discussing interesting things games and stuff like that and i thought i'd like the podcast so i figured you know what why not
0: yeah and i mean it works out well that you have a very podcast friendly voice so we got that going mm. for you you
1: don't sound like a demon i guess so <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that is that like compared to rick and i do we sound like demons?
1: oh oh definitely
3: i beat for yourself <laughs> is what i'm gonna say mm.
0: Alright, so... Boy, have we got a show for you. Isn't that, like, what the VeggieTales... Veggie tales. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what that's the VeggieTales tales veggie
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ah.
0: That'll be our Are arguable. you serious?
1: You have literally never seen veggie Tales? Me?
0: No, I have. Veggie tales.
1: Yeah, veggie Tales. Oh, he it's hasn't like, seen veggie Tales. You're, like, if you had Catholic parents, they would, like, force you to watch that shit. I lived in the UK, be, like... we didn't have
0: the, uh, the Satan's death.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: okay.
0: Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I'll just give you the breakdown. Veggie Tales is... Baller. It is it is pretty baller, I'll be honest. Uh, oh. It's, like, CGI from, like, the very early days of CGI, so it's all, like, so janky, and you can, like, see their body parts. I mean, body parts, they're vegetables. <laughs> but, like, their eyes are, like, phasing in and out and stuff. And it all just looks She's really she- slimy and stuff but it's it's great there's larry the cucumber and bob the tomato
1: and for some reason there's a whole bunch of tf2 videos about veggie tales and i was like i i really don't i don't know where it came from or why it's a thing but it is
0: if you really want to immerse yourself i do recommend that you check out silly songs with larry on youtube (laughs) i'm there larry the cucumber. It is, I'm watching
3: some asparagus dance over a green background with, like, a karaoke thing across the bottom. That's
0: pretty um, nice. Yeah,
3: I'll come back to that later, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, top tier is You Are My Cheeseburger. So no, no, I guess like,
3: <laughs> no, the No, toppest. The burgers aren't a vegetable. What the f-
0: <laughs> The topest of the top tier is probably the classic Oh, Where Is My Hairbrush.
1: Oh, yes, yes. Um, I always like the one where they're interpreting for like the 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 hippo or something like that. I don't
0: something recall like that, that one at the top of my head. But we are getting way off. Way track. off, right? What
3: are you on about? This is like the ad hoc segment. Something Rick hasn't heard of or played.
0: <laughs> there should. I wonder if there are VeggieTales video games. I don't want
1: it.
3: There's probably like, no, one about,
0: like, Larry Boy fighting the rumor weed. Anyway, I'm going to stop If there's now. a
3: Flash game for The Room, there's a game for VeggieTales somewhere.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I'm Kerf. Go ahead, you twerps, introduce yourselves.
3: What?
0: And then we'll get on to the main event.
3: So, I am Rick, a.k.a. the glue that holds this together. And we have with us Toast, who's wearing a hoodie that really is only appropriate for an audio-only show.
1: Hey, it is super, super cute. It says lazy on it.
0: That is cute. It looks like- yeah, it's it's like the Laze
1: It's Laze! It's so, so cute, and it's got nutrition facts on the back. It's so cute. Fuck you, and no one likes you.
2: That's pretty creative. (laughs) It's
3: clearly off-brand. They're called walkers. Oh my god. (laughs)
1: Like, well, it's Korean, so it totally is (laughs) off-brand.
0: All right, so let's go ahead and start the interview now, or we will never, ever end.
1: We we didn't even introduce the guest, did we?
0: We did. That was
3: literally Oh, we did. Head.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just, like, introduced the host, and so we introduced everybody but him. That's staying in. I'm not editing
3: that
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> did you actually say your name, though? He didn't.
2: I d- yeah, Anthony. He did oh, Anthony. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Anthony. I really don't know. We, uh, the ball, the proverbial ball has been dropped about 12 times over already. That being said, who would like to ask the first question?
3: Me, because I've got a super secret one. But of course I want to get you out of the way, because it's
0: burning a hole. So, we
3: like to keep it light. So, the first podcast question, what is your take on the Israel-Palestine situation?
4: <laughs>
3: Holy crap! <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. So, the first question, and it's only slightly less treacherous ground. rank the regular hosts from most favorite to least favorite and show your working tell us why
2: um uh okay um you know okay i was going to make a joke i was going to be like the one of the veggie tales characters but i can't remember <laughs> the name so but um i think you all are number 1 No,
3: come on, we don't have that (laughs) pop out shit here. You can give us a proper ranking.
2: Alright, you want it? Um, You know, I think I may rank Rick the highest just because he really throws a lot of different things around. There are a lot of controversial opinions being thrown around when he's talking. Um... (laughs)
0: Well, uh, I guess that's the gauntlet being dropped, uh...
3: (laughs) What did I say? I'm the glue, that's what it is. On On
2: entertainment value alone. Unfortunately,
0: Rick, I think we've covered in previous episodes that if anything comes between this podcast and my ego, then it (laughs) goes out the back door. (laughs) Mmm. So, uh,
2: we'll be calling you... So you were saying
1: that Kirk is the best, right?
2: Basically, that's what I was trying to say, was that Curve probably ranks number one. Ah, okay. I'll just put my nuclear
0: option away now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Have any of you seen The Weakest Link? Isn't that a stupid
1: British thing?
3: It is, but (laughs) it's a as Robin says on The Weakest Link, we have to accept the first answer.
1: Well, you are The Weakest Link, so goodbye.
2: Got him.
0: So, I'm actually going to jump in with my super secret question, which is actually along similar lines, who is your favorite host and why is it Kerf Murph? <laughs> but I believe that's already been answered. So, we can go ahead and I don't
1: have on. a super secret question like that cuz I'm not an asshole. So, I didn't <laughs> I didn't even write that down.
2: Yeah, that's I appreciate that. I
1: honestly don't want to know.
2: That's a that's a pretty good View on the topic. Alright,
3: uh, should we move on before everyone's super uncomfortable more than ever
0: <laughs> Alright, uh... Well, why don't you just go ahead with a question, my Toast. Question? Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: how did you first get into video games?
2: Um... I think my first video game console was, like, a Wii. Because my dad bought it, um, randomly. Bef- uh, and then... I really liked them and played more. I think I may have got a. I don't know if the did the DS come out before that. I may have gotten a DS. Yeah,
1: the DS. Yeah, it did. Yeah.
2: I think I got a DS for Christmas one year or something. Um, with Lego Indiana Jones on it, that was pretty baller. So. Um, how are the that,
0: How are the Lego games for like handheld consoles? I've
2: only ever played one.
1: Lego never, Indiana Jones was really good, actually.
2: I, I never played any but Lego Indiana Jones because, well, for the DS, I, I played some on actual consoles, <laughs> like like home consoles.
0: I love the audible hiss from Rick. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was more sharp intake of breath. But...
0: Um.
2: But yeah, so either in Lego Indiana Jones or Wii Sports. Because I don't, I don't even think my dad, like, got a, a proper game for it. He just, like, heard about it, and he's like, all right, I'm getting the kids the Wii. That's <laughs> <laughs> the new Rage.
3: It was a Furby before, now it's this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the natural progression of things. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, let's just go in order then. Rick, you take the next question.
3: Okay, is it not... Oh, you had your super seat running on with you. Um... So, what is your Desert Island game? If you could only play one game for the rest of your days, what would that one game be?
2: Um, I'm tempted to say, if okay, can you mod the Desert Island game? Yeah, you can do whatever you
3: want with it, but that's the only uh, game
2: you've got. Minecraft, then. There's a lot of possibilities in Minecraft for okay. anything, really, so... um. If not that, maybe as a proper game, by its own merits, Factorio. I don't know if any of you have heard of Factorio.
1: I've played it. Game. You're going to be it. doing a lot of waiting. Just like, <laughs> you're just going to be waiting around for a long time for <laughs> things to happen. Is, are you okay with that?
2: Um,
4: yeah.
0: Let's, yeah. uh, let the others of us who have not played Factorio in on the loop.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah, um, so, it's, you build a factory, you have your basic resources, kind of just like Minecraft, really, um, which are coal, which you mainly use to fuel stuff, um, oil, which you use later, and iron and copper, and stone, stone's pretty useless for a while, but, you like, you, you build an automated factory, and it's like, you build stations that mine resources from those, and then you connect them. So basically what you want to do in this game is make stuff into other stuff, and then have that stuff be other stuff again. And it gets (laughs) a lot more... You know, it it gets complex. That's basically it at its core. But um, the journey there is pretty tough, because you have to interconnect everything, and um, you have machines that craft one thing into another. You have to link them all together so that it makes another more complex product. And there's a lot of depth to that game. And there's a lot of mods, too, which can expand the depth, like, a ton. So... And you should probably Google an image of it to get an idea of what...
1: It's very stylistic and brown. Very brown.
2: Very brown. Okay, I... Two I know people
3: normally go together
2: people don't like the art style people are like oh the art styles gross I love that art style and like the old Baldur's Gate and fallout CGI 2d art styles They're so great. I love them Yeah, it does
0: and, kind of uh, look like that.
3: That's cool it gives me very yeah. sim city vibes
1: Um, you know Basically. how in cell phone games you kind of have like an energy system you don't have that in Factorio, but what you do have is time for waiting on resources that you need to get to build other things. Yeah. So it's a little bit like that, so you're, you're mm-hmm. waiting on things.
2: So yeah, to, there's
1: a lot of waiting involved.
2: Yeah, because to be able to build more stuff, you have to research um, certain stuff to unlock the ability to build it. So... Mm-hmm. And you and you have to manufacture research for those things too, and I love. Uh, I, I've spent hours just tidying up my factory. It's so beautiful to see it all working in tandem.
1: I just made a really shitty one in my. After that. <laughs> there are two kinds of
3: people.
2: <laughs> I yeah, the spaghetti factory is a very popular um, term.
4: Uh,
0: well,
2: it's just
4: ways. like a giant line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alright.
0: Cool. Alright. Let's see. Da, 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 da. If you had the means to make your own video game, what would it be like?
2: I actually do have the means. Which oh, wow. is funny. It's, well, because you don't really have to have too much to have the means. You just like download Game Maker <laughs> or something. But, um... I kind of want to make an... RPG one day but one that isn't like or maybe an adventure game but one that's not like traditional one that kind of messes with um, the tropes and stuff and one that's I don't know more based on like creative inspiration it's it's hard to it's a hard concept to kind of visualize for me because i've made games for a class before and a lot of the time they were pretty boring once i made them because i knew what i wanted to do and i'm like okay well i did it and that's that's basically all it was if i had the means to make a big game though um i would love to make a game in the Fallout universe that wasn't garbage, like pretty much where the series is going. Like, um, maybe a, a New Vegas two, but in the style of the original ones. Um,
3: so you want was... like to make another Fallout CRPG?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Fallout Rust Edition, <laughs> aka seventy six. So it's looking like. Um, yeah. Cool. I guess.
0: As a corollary question, I don't know if I'm using that word properly, but, um, are (laughs) your... Are the games that you have made available anywhere for people to play?
2: No. Uh, they're... They're just on, like... They're, like, five-minute little Unity games. Um, because we had to use Unity for that class. So, it's, like... But I will, I will say it's um, this kind of, off, this isn't directly related. But I love um, the programming involved in game making. That's like my favorite thing about it. So it's well, Factorio's is a lot like programming, actually. But yeah, you know, my games they're not available anywhere because they're pretty. You wouldn't want to play them anyway because it's like they, it's not even like they're creative little indie ideas. They're literally just me making a player controller for, like, a yeah. 2D platformer. Yeah, <laughs> like
1: the professor told you to do, like, uh, yeah, the very common ones are, like, the snake games.
2: And, like... Oh, I've, I've made all those, too. Yeah, those, yeah. uh, roll ball Yeah, you wanna download roll ball and play it?
1: I've actually no. made a oh, brick break game before, and that was the first game I ever programmed was a fucking brick break.
0: Hmm. Alright. Yeah. Toast. Oh,
1: yes, I shut my sketchbook, so I have to figure out where it was.
0: Uh, I have your questions here if you want the next one. Um, what's, a game everyone... the questions.
1: <laughs> what's a game everyone should play and why?
2: Um, that's kind of very difficult for me to say, because it depends if I want them to play it for, like, You should play this to better yourself, or you should play this because everyone's going to find it fun. But going on the second one, because it's a little bit easier to think of, I'd probably say. Um. I'm going to look at my Steam list real quick. Um. And there's some gems in there. You know, and all. Oh! Valiant Hearts. It's a very recent game I played, but Valiant Hearts. I don't know if any Is of you played DDR it. Is that
3: the VR one set in World War One?
2: Yes, yes. It doesn't require very much from a gameplay perspective. It's pretty simple, but it tells a fantastic story, and and I think anyone can play it. Anyone really, because it's it's very easy too. So, Valiant Hearts. Um. Is actually one of my recently beaten... I love that game, so...
3: Okay. Um, so, next one. What are your hobbies outside of gaming?
2: Oh! (laughs) I do do not do much. But... I do make... I I produce music. I like sound design. Um, and I've also... Dabbled in editing before, but that was a while ago. And I don't really do it anymore, because I got bored. So... Yeah, you can find my music um, at anisalive.bandcamp.com. Not sure anyone, literally anyone listening to this podcast would like it because it is—it's <laughs> kind of out there. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. But um, I like how electronic. am I spelling Anne? A N N E. Ah. Um,
3: when you say out there, what do you mean? Because I listen to a lot of shit.
2: It's... Well, I, I try to... Experiment. That's a that's a pretty good buzzword in, in music, is experimental. But I, I try to experiment, and I try to make some stuff that, like... No one's really... It, it doesn't sound like something anyone else has made. In turn... I enjoy it, but I am sure there are plenty of people who would be turned off by it, because it's not me in my garage making indie rock. It's me on my computer messing with effects in FL Studio.
0: Hmm. Well, I will definitely give it a listen later, and I will put a link in the show notes when the show goes up. I've got a tab up pretty right. right next to my VeggieTales, tales
3: silly stuff <laughs> for Larry to get back to
2: <laughs> I'll say you probably would spend your time better listening to the VeggieTales covers oh, don't those say are, that <laughs> Those <laughs> are pretty good assured quality
1: Oh don't say that
0: <laughs> What you really need to do is just make like an EP of VeggieTales song remixes I mean, I might. Yeah,
3: could totally do like some vaporwave lo-fi edits. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: vaporwave. God is bigger than the boogeyman. <laughs> I would a
3: hundred percent listen to that as well. I, uh, oh, you know, I so, might
0: do that.
1: <laughs> if you do the cheeseburger song, you will, you will, you will make so much bank. <laughs>
2: I am liable to do that. If you do, Um,
0: please let us know, and we will definitely put it as like intermission music or something.
2: (laughs) Dude, okay, that's it. I'm doing it.
0: If you can get it done, Uh, yes. If you
3: can get like a 24 hour turnaround, I can edit it in tomorrow. (laughs)
0: That might be too soon. You
2: know what? I can I can get you a six hour turnaround. Oh my god! Hey, challenge accepted. (laughs) I'm completely worried
1: but optimistic.
3: And just while we're on the low-high beat to study and relax to, something that I saw yes. the other week, and I just really want to share it. Are any of you familiar with the comedy show The IT Crowd? Yes. Okay, so you'll remember the moment when Moss was working in the office while it was on fire, and you just have clips of him at the laptop, and then he looks up at the fire, and he just goes back to his computer. <laughs> they Channel 4 had a 24-hour radio stream going, and it was lo-fi beats to study and relax to mm. also the office is on fire so it's just it's <laughs> that looped image with oh the boy, sorry, mocks over and over just with that kind of music behind it and that it's is... the most surreal thing I've ever seen
2: <laughs> that's nice I like that it's good, but yeah, so Kerf, you're
0: up alright, let's see uh, what are the best and worst pizza toppings? <sighs>
2: Funny story. I tried pineapple on pizza and I was pretty, Im- pretty impartial to it. Didn't really like yep. it. It yes. just kind of didn't go very well with the pizza. But um, worst pizza topping. I don't like olives. I've never had olives on a pizza, but I don't think it tastes very good. Um, Don't think dirt would taste pretty good. But I also like, I think... Well, most pizza is slathered in oil anyway, so I think sausage goes pretty well with it because that's just like the most oily, disgusting meat you can possibly put on there. So it tastes pretty good, and then, I mean, pepperoni is basically sausage, isn't it? I I imagine cheese would be, I've never tried it, I imagine cheese would be pretty good on a pizza. Not too sure about that one.
1: You've never had. Wait, you've with never had...
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking.
1: Oh, okay. I was like, "Holy crab! What, what what <laughs> kind of pizza have you been eating?"
2: <laughs> um, and I will give a shout out to Stuffed Crust. Um, there have been times where Stuffed Crust Pizza has really put me in another dimension. It's really, Paula. pretty great. <laughs> so,
1: have you yeah. had um, like? I think they call them, in in Michigan, they call them uh, pasties, but I think other places they call them, like, calzones. Calzones, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much a stuffed crust pizza inside of a stuffed (laughs) (laughs) crust.
2: Yeah, I was, funny story, I was in Seattle, and I was like, I I really want to just try the best calzone in the city, and then went to the video game store, and I'm like, Screw this, and then I just ate like a shawarma from two places over, but oh, I want to th- try a calzone I thought you were getting
0: sometime. like a shawarma from the video game store.
1: <laughs> Wait, what's a shawarma?
2: It's, you know, I'm not quite sure. It's like, it has a you lot ate?
0: of- <laughs> yeah, <are> You ate? <laughs> sure what it is? It's a Mediterranean something or other. It's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like a yeah. hero, right? Or something.
2: Yeah, had one of those. it's meat and it's some incarnation of meat and bread. Really, it didn't make much of a difference when I ate it, but it's good if you eat it from the right place. Mediterranean is you great. Just, yeah,
3: you're listening to the How Long to Eat podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Honestly, if there was a podcast just talking about like eating food and the experience of eating food, I want to end, like now.
0: I'm there's sure gone, there are. I'm
2: there's sure there's gone. many, many
1: because food is the only thing that trumps my love for video games.
2: Fair enough.
0: So I Wait, do have yes. I do have some incarnation of meat and bread as a possible title for the episode. We'll see where the episode takes <laughs> us though. Guess I think here. Up. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. Um what's your favorite game and why?
2: Um for a long time it was Pokemon Heart Gold because that's like the best one but um it's kind of hard to say on a broad note I would probably say TF2 could be up there because it's very fun. Um Fallout New Vegas also could be there and Factorio could be there. But I'm you know what I I think I'll say Minecraft, because I was really into that, and I don't think the appeal of it has faded away with time, like a lot of other games. It's still a pretty good game.
0: It is kind it's, of one of those things you could just, like, play for the rest yeah. of your life, as evidenced by your desert island question.
2: True. Yeah. Good observation.
1: So I don't think I could, like, I think I would probably pick it up for maybe an hour or two. I don't think I could play it on end, though.
2: Well... If you wanted, you could just mod it into another game completely. So you got that option too.
3: I've never played it. I probably never will.
2: Well, okay. Well, if it's not your type of game, then yeah. Are you
1: sure he's your favorite host?
2: <laughs> he's probably <coming laughs> after you. He's not my favorite host because it's on entertainment value because he he gets you guys to. React, think,
1: maybe. I, I don't see, know. It, I
3: see yeah, Toast, stop reaching. So he,
1: it's, just, it's he just technically breaks us, us so much. As a result of his actions. I see, it, I see.
2: It. You know what? Well, maybe when I'm put on the spot and people just say, pick one of three human beings, <laughs> it is a little hard to to say definitively that you just like somebody better no, than everyone else. Corner, so that's a little. The
3: corner, Anthony. You won the no, run, no, no, no. Your gut was right. And okay, those
2: well,
1: bullies yeah. tried to get an answer out of you. Who was the only one who did it?
2: Fair enough. That's a fair point. We're like children trying
0: to like ask our mother who her favorite <laughs> child is. I'm it
1: never was always you me
3: again, ever.
0: All right. So,
3: I think it's me now. And this is, is one.
0: Uh, yeah, that, it is.
3: That I've always asked whenever we've done an interview like this, and it's one I'll continue to ask. And it is: what is your favorite book?
1: You literally forgot about it.
3: <sighs> I don't know what you're talking about. It was in there. You can go back in the Discord. It's still in there. What's your favorite book, Anthony?
2: Okay. Well, funny story. I keep saying funny story. Um, it's not even a funny story. It's not even really a story. I haven't... All my life, I haven't been like a huge reader. Recently, I've started reading. Right now, I've just started The Idiot by Dostoevsky. Pretty great. But um, I, I'd say... My favorite book is probably 1984. And I would say that based on the merits of just its ending, I love this ending so much because it wasn't afraid to... It's hard not to spoil it. It's, it's, it wasn't afraid to um, make something happen. Because, like, all the time, it's like... Say you're 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 fighting to swim, and most stories would have you successfully swim and be ha- be like the hero. Instead, yeah. it sh- it shows more realistically, um, someone kind of drowning. That's kind of spoilery, but I w- I will say there's a. It, it's just a fantastic book, and yeah, I mean, um. Like, well no i I just love it so much i love the writing i love i want to read animal farm sometime too um, I, to I read, read that w- i read the in english last year i read the the story where he's like he's shooting the elephant any of you know what i'm talking about
3: yeah. oh, i know the one yeah. i haven't got around to reading yet. One it one.
2: was pretty pretty nice I, w- I didn't get bored with it for an english class thing so mm. that's saying something so
3: well, Orwell's a phenomenal writer, and I think what you touched on with 1984, and you'll see a similar thing when you get around to Animal Farm, which I just actually reread, funnily enough. He's not afraid to utterly crush, um, the mm-hmm. protagonist or the, or the focal point of the story. And yeah. given that he often sort of writes into, in terms of cautionary tales, he's not afraid mm-hmm. to show you sort of the absolute rock bottom and, and make you mm-hmm. sit there and not give you sort of a light at the end of that tunnel, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which is really yeah.
1: good, because I think too many writers nowadays, they fall in love with their main character. And they mm-hmm. just don't want anything to hurt them, because they're so precious, and it's just like, no. Just, like, kill yeah. them.
2: Yeah, the the dude from them. 1984 is literally just, like, some working class, like, it's like if you, uh, just randomly picked up somebody. Well, except for one little quirk about him, I'm sure. Yeah, it he's won't.
3: mostly on <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he's pretty unexceptional in most most uh, respects so yeah. yeah
0: well toast I'll have to get you to read some of my work someday because I torture my characters <laughs> so badly is that your ego coming back out no one can ever be in a better position maybe I do have a god complex thanks for bringing that up
2: well I'll, I'll say writing is a a pretty productive way of flexing the god complex.
1: <laughs> Same with drawing. Too true. Same with well, anything, art. Really. Yeah.
0: Do you get a god complex out of making music at all?
2: Um, the opposite. Because uh, I see now. I this isn't me being egotistical. This is me recognizing the pattern of things. There are a lot of people with a lot less musical ability than me who do not care one bit who are very successful so in that sense i do not get a god complex out of it at all but closest i get is saying hey that was pretty neat that veggie Tales lo-fi vaporwave i made
3: I think that could be your gateway. You do a good job, that could be <laughs> what launches the career.
1: Literally there was a dude who made a Caillou rap and he's literally like famous now. And all yeah, he no, did was like That sounds like Kai- a Yeah, it was like literally just like motherfucking Caillou and it was like now he's famous. <laughs>
3: wow. It's yeah. not horrible you hey well, are, that's was the, the, the podcast
0: happened? title. Fucking Caillou. Fucking <laughs> Caillou. <know? laughs> Definitely not putting that on our ostensibly PG-13 podcast, but,
1: uh... Honestly, though, anyone who's ever watched Caillou is just like, yeah, fucking Caillou, he's the worst. <laughs> like, he, he's awful.
3: I still haven't got a clue what you're talking
1: about. But... You've it... never seen Caillou?
2: I've never seen him either. He's just this bald little bastard.
1: Yeah, he's I, so awful! Mo-
3: I didn't realize it was a he for a longest time.
1: Yeah, it's like a Canadian uh, cartoon, and it's just like the worst thing that ever existed. And my mom, for some reason, she thought I loved it, so she had me watch it, and she's like, I hated it. And it's just like <laughs> we both hated it, and we were both watching it, because we thought the other person liked it, and it's just like we spent years doing that.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: How do we get on these tangents? <laughs> Whose question is it? It's yours. It is? Yeah, yeah. it's yours. Ah, Okay. Let's see, uh, da-da-da, which video game location would you most like to vacation at?
2: Ooh, oh, that's Rapture. a... Is it a funny story? Yeah, I was gonna be... Funny story, uh, uh, now that you mention it. Rapture. Um, duh, t- t- maybe Rapture, that's a pretty good contender. Um, In, like, its heyday, uh, or... That wasn't
1: a serious, like, suggestion...
2: In a well, in its heyday, Rapture oh, okay. seems like a pretty cool place. Um, there's also Dark Souls. I know it's like medieval; it's a pretty generic setting. But like some of the locales in the Dark Souls games are beautiful, beyond. beautiful.
1: Town is really cool.
2: I would vacation in Blight Town, and probably you know I bet they have a lot of mosquitoes there. You know, never mind. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Or the Depths of Hell, the, they ca- in Dark Souls, basically. They got the Depths of Hell there, which is pretty good. But, so either, um, maybe the Rapture, because I don't think about stuff like that. It's kind of hard for me to do. Or, you know what, if I could walk around my own Factorio factory, that'd be pretty cool, too. Just walk around it in first person. <laughs> um... Yeah, there's also, of course, Fallout Universe. Um, if, if there's a way to vacation, where you're just like, you just can't feel pain, <laughs> you have a giant shield around you, that would be a pretty cool type of thing. Tenpenny maybe...
1: Towers wouldn't be too bad to vacation, to If you were just going to, like, a location, Tenpenny <laughs> wouldn't be too
0: bad.
2: Ah, uh, yes. The, Depends uh... on
0: what stage of the quest line you're at.
2: Uh... <laughs>
1: You could let's say, say so. you're a human and it's not been taken over. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, that would be that would be a, not bad, except your lifespan probably halved because you're living in a radioactive wasteland. Details, um, details, yeah, <laughs> Details, details. Yeah. Um. If you because if you went to new the new Vegas. Area It'd be cool to see how all the different factions and stuff live, but I don't like hot weather. So I don't know. Um, I'm thinking of another, thinking a cyberpunk sort of game, but I can't. It's like I'm reaching, but I can't. There's nothing to grab onto. Some cyberpunk game though.
3: Shadowrun, Transistor,
2: Thelma. Shadow. Shadowrun wouldn't be a bad. Valhalla. Never played oh, it's that. Just, oh, okay. Right. Well, um... Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna go with Rapture before right. the, the apocalypse.
4: Okay. Before the rapture. rapture.
2: Before the... Every, before everyone... Everybody went to the Rapture, too. Rapture. Pre-Rapture. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-Rapture. rapture All right,
1: cool. Um, is it my question now? I believe in, so. Uh, in the okay, um... What are series that you follow pretty religiously?
2: Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if you could say I follow Pokemon religiously, but I'm going to play one whenever I get the opportunity and they release one. So, and then I, Christ, Fallout. I that that series, that poor series. They sh- they just need to take it out in the back and shoot it. It's really it's got like the plague and stuff. It's got like stuff just growing out of itself, and <laughs> Bethesda's like, okay, no, no, we're doing another game. But, it's um, called money. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They just really keep milking it. Poor cow. Um, The poor emaciated cow of the fall. <laughs>
0: the Brahmins.
2: That. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's a little messed up.
1: As far as things you can and cannot say, that isn't... <laughs> one of them you don't call a lady a cow I don't care who the hey, fuck you think you are don't look at me Anthony said
0: it <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay all right
0: I believe he said the emaciated <laughs> cow from the fallout series please do
1: us a favor I, and go and run out and uh play in traffic please
0: oh nice. said the rain wearing like do it like in the dark of night yeah, in the dark. while wearing well, like he a black hoodie city, so
1: it- I don't think it would ever be dark, but...
0: Well, let's say, like, in the bad part of town, where the street lights are out.
2: Okay. (laughs) Okay, nice thought. So, um, yeah, Fallout is... You know, there's still a possibility that they could outsource something to Obsidian, or some other company that cares about video games, and, you know do something nice, so... Hey. Not gonna completely give up on it yet, so I, I kinda follow Fallout. Um, mostly I do follow developers, like Rick said in one podcast, I think. Like, Obsidian, they're making pretty quality games. I think, you know, they, they made Pillars of Eternity 2 and basically proved that... And I haven't even played it, but I watched Super Bunny Hop's review, which is good enough um for me so and it proves that they're still making deep games that they care about and they're not you know they're not falling down the money hole yet so in
3: fairness they are having their own share of problems
2: are they i i don't keep up with the news so i don't uh so i've
3: only sort of kept up with it um in passing, but I know that one of their lead writers left recently and he is very, very outspoken about a lot of what he says are very bad practices there. doesn't feel like he was treated very well.
2: Okay.
3: I mean, it's, I just made the so, comment in passing, I didn't intend to go into it too deeply.
2: That is quite the endorsement that, oh, well, to I to didn't fair, know that. I
1: feel like a lot of those things are going on behind the scenes on pretty much any company. And it's pretty much... You look at their work, not at their ethics.
0: What a sad, <sighs> sad statement.
2: Jeez, okay. I that. mean,
1: I, it's horrible, but it's true.
2: It's... Yeah, alright, well, okay. So, maybe... You heard it here. Toast is developers. Yeah. Well, you can't really combat her saying that after the whole... But, okay, so...
4: <laughs> um,
2: Obsidian if maybe that lead writer wasn't the one thing holding them together, then I I, I something interesting is going to happen. So, you know, the next game they release is going to be interesting, you know that. Um, but, and then uh, well I mean Nintendo. They're Nintendo. So, it's like a pretty safe bet to say they're probably going to, you know Metroid Prime 4, Fire Emblem um, all that crap. You know, probably gonna be pretty good. So, got that. Uh, trying to think. Anyone else? Like, maybe, uh, maybe Atlas Cause, I mean, they're the, the Atlas. SMT dudes. So, you know. Yeah. yeah pretty <laughs> excited, you know. They, they usually release pretty great games. So,
3: Okay, so cool. the last question and our little segue is: What have you recently beaten? What have you currently been playing?
2: Okay, so, um, I know one of you is not going to be happy with one of the things that Ooh. I have. There have been two retirements as of late. I'll start with the least controversial: Professor Layton and the Curious Village. I retired that. I'm with and... you there, friend. Yeah, the you know the instant I get a slide puzzle in a game <laughs> like that, I'm like, no, you're not doing this to me. This isn't. I looked
1: up a walkthrough for that one.
2: <laughs> the, yeah. Um. So I and the, the story, I wasn't really sucked in by the story by that point. So I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not suffering through this. I'm sorry. I'm not much of a puzzle guy. I'm not very smart. No, so. that's
0: fine. I'm but, not um, a big fan of Layton games either. <laughs> Me neither. I, al- I always mm-hmm. think that I'm going to like them more than I do.
3: I must be the lone latent supporter. The twist I, in that no. first game was phenomenal. If I really I...
1: like them because my mom likes them, so I like them because of that, but on their own they're not that strong.
3: Yeah, so I because think She thinks you like them.
1: <laughs> no, she's not. She actually <laughs> likes that one, I think.
2: I I played a couple puzzles oh. with my mom and it was pretty fun actually, but... Beyond that, I if I could have played it as a visual novel, I feel like that would have been more. Hmm. I I may have beaten it that way. And the other retirement um, was Donkey Kong Country Two. Got that on Virtual um, Console.
1: It's hard God. on Virtual Console. <laughs> um, I've heard a lot of people retire it on Virtual Console because the controls are too difficult on the um, to emulate it. So, if you played the original version, it might be a bit different.
2: Do you think if I were to emulate it on PC, I have a SNES um, USB controller that's pretty good.
0: I've played Possibly. it emulated before, and I didn't have issues with it on my computer. It seems pretty um, comparable. The big, thing, mm-hmm.
1: the big thing is controller use. Um, uh, the Nintendo like the DS just can't really do it very well. But I yeah. think with the controller, it might be diff- uh, different. Some people say it's too difficult... Um, and it is one of their more difficult games, so I did. You, were you just not enjoying it, or was it too hard?
2: It was both, um, and and it, I feel like the difficulty may have to do with playing it on a Nintendo Two DS XL. Did not make it yeah. any easier. Yeah. So I I could go back. I mean, it's because it wasn't. No matter how little fun I was having, I could never bring myself to say that it was a bad game. So, I, you know, if I if I maybe played it with the proper and I love, just like I said earlier, the two D CGI. I really love that game. the uh, The graphics they were so great. And then <laughs> when his reaction his reaction to killing like a bird four times the size of him is he just whips out the boombox and the glasses.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love Dixie's little electric guitar.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, so, um,
1: and how if you pause too like for too long they start doing random stuff, like Dixie'll like blow a bubble yeah. and like pop it. In the honey
0: stages. Doesn't one yes. of them like pull out a game boy or something?
1: Yeah. I just love the attitude and like the sass in that game. Also the music is really good and in the menu there's like a secret if you like press um like I think it's down a few times, like down an X takes you to the sound test and that's super super
2: cool okay well yeah i'm liable to pick it up again um, on a different platform see but god man i was stuck in an airport for five hours and playing that on the 2ds xl was not helping, not my mood. helping yeah. god man that game can be pretty brutal at times yeah um
3: what was it about the 2DS? Is it just the raw power or is it uncomfortable? <laughs> the control input?
2: The raw power? What was um, the lack
3: thereof, is what I
2: mean. Um. Because
3: you the said playing on a 2DS didn't help. Sorry, go
2: on. The D pad can be a bit fiddly. It's. Okay. and it doesn't stay in place quite, and it doesn't really feel good to press down. It's pretty clicky as opposed to the original SNES controller, which just.
1: It's like mushy.
2: Yeah. yeah, mushy
3: D-pads are the
1: best D-pads. Yeah, you want yeah. it to be soft when you process, which is... Because yeah. it, it makes changing it easier.
2: Mm-hmm. That's why I'm thinking that the 2DS is... I just upgraded to the XL. I had a original crappy, ugly 2DS. I just upgraded to the XL. I'm thinking it's going to be an RPG machine for pretty much its entire lifespan. Hmm. So, yeah... um. Got that. Let's see. Now, the games I didn't retire. I beat quite a few games in the past two weeks. I'm going to look at my completions real quick. Um, one game I want to talk about, I, I beat Valiant Hearts um, just this past two weeks, and it... Jeez. Mm-hmm. I only put ratings for games that are a perfect 10, and Valiant Heart wholeheartedly gets that rating from me. Hmm. Um one of the few games where I've cried. So
1: Those ones are always the best.
2: <laughs> always the best. And uh so I also played Detention have that I game... want
1: to. Is it good? I really really want to get it, but I'm I haven't heard enough about it that to it's... like justify it.
3: Is that the Janky uh... Asian horror game?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Janky it looks Asian. So cool. I yes, I loved it. The thing is, uh, I don't know if it's still on sale. I would get it on sale. It's very very short for like the the retail is like thirteen bucks, for, and it's like two hours long.
1: I feel like it's I worth mean, four or five to me personally. Yeah,
2: and I got it for seven on sale. I think so. It, I I really love my time with that game. It because horror, it's it's kind of hard for me to get scared because I'm more scared with, like, dying alone than spooky monsters, <laughs> but... That's, that's um, a little
1: real, but okay.
2: <laughs> um, so, but that game's atmosphere was something else, and the story, if you really look into it, it's pretty vague storytelling, but if you look into it, um, I really enjoyed the story. It's very nonlinear, linear um, and I... If you can find it on sale, that is like a must-play. It's super great. I loved it. And I love the art. and the, It's very ambient, but I love the music in that game. It's pretty subtle, but it works very well. Um, some of the puzzles... I used a guide sometimes. Some of the puzzles were a bit obtuse, but, I mean, that's an adventure game. So you kind of can't complain that much about it, you know? So... So that was great. Um, might even give it a rating of a 10, not gonna lie, but don't know. Doesn't really matter what I rate things, doesn't matter that much. Um, also played Oxen Free. Probably gonna go replay that sometime, but hmm. it for five bucks on sale, that's a ridiculous deal. It's it's a really great game.
3: I didn't um, know like that, to be honest. It playing... didn't. I couldn't get it behind the characters. I don't know whether that's my failing or the game's.
2: Um, I, Well, I don't... If someone doesn't like the game, I'm going to say it's the game's failing. But... Um, I, I think it's I, a failure
1: I, on their part.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I liked it. I enjoyed myself. And for five bucks, I mean... It's a pretty great experience, in my opinion. Um, some of the random times where it's just like I don't like the whole concept of the ghosts because it's just like um, whenever it's convenient for the plot okay we're gonna take you over real quick just real quick so it's like kind of a cop out but you know meh it was good. I enjoyed it. I think I kind um, of had
0: a similar reaction where I was really into the characters, but not so much the actual plot of the game.
2: Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, like I started reading Harry Potter once, and then I was enjoying the storytelling about the dad in the beginning, because it was funny, but then once I got to Hogwarts, I was like, well, this is boring. <laughs> that's that's kind of my experience with it. Um, So... Beat Free um, eh, sorry about that, um, <sighs> Adventure Pals, um, that, I got it on sale as well, it was very, very 5 out of 10, very not memorable at all, it was just indie platformer, quirky indie platformer number 563 just came off of the the belt but i mean it's like i enjoyed my time with it but i would not recommend it because i feel like i got nothing out of it um a lot of the humor in the game is pretty pretty bad but that's just me if maybe if i was like nine years old you know i would enjoy it um and also, the combat, oh my God, okay, you know in games where you get hit, they give you an invincibility section, and then you get to re you get to move yourself so that you're away from the action, and you can yeah um no it it gives you invincibility, but you're not able to move while you have invincibility in the yeah the um. The enemy AI is just, okay, go to the player. So you get hit, get knocked down, the enemy goes to you while you're knocked down, and you get hit again immediately. And it can be pretty frustrating. It it feels pretty unpolished in that sort of way, but... say the art was good. The music was like, if you Google... If you do a mind Google of generic video game music, that's the music. So it, it was very forgettable the whole experience is very forgettable it's like the video game equivalent of eating a big mac so take that how you will
0: i mean every time i eat a big mac it's a really transcendent experience so really it's
1: hangover food for me
2: so (laughs) So I, I i was
0: i was being sarcastic okay i
1: thought you were being serious for some people that is
0: true
2: we yeah, sarcasm maybe he,
0: detectors.
2: Maybe if you're really passionate about mediocre indie games, you <laughs> would like the Adventure Pals. Um, all I'm saying is, God, I'm glad I did not pay $15 for that. Um, I think I beat another one. Oh, I will say, I played the free Life is Strange part, and she literally used the word kek in it, and... <laughs> I kind of checked out. I was... You know, it was leading up to that, but then, you know, when, you, when you're when in-game characters, they're talking about, we should start a Kickstarter. <laughs> right, guys? Right, kids? You know what I'm talking about? That is the no.
0: frustration with Life is Strange, because, like, if you can bear it, there's a pretty... You know, beautiful story underneath it, but you really have yeah. to suffer through some of the cringiest dialogue in the world. Man, to get... I yeah, I should
1: probably start playing it before it gets too like outdated. I would say <laughs>
2: so I should yeah.
1: probably start playing it at some.
2: Point. Yeah, you're not gonna want to play it in ten years.
1: Yeah, in ten years when it's like, <laughs> like.
2: <laughs> all Although maybe in ten and year- shit.
0: maybe in ten years it'll just stop being cringy and just be hilarious.
2: Maybe it'll be camp. Dude. I don't yeah. know.
0: The
1: thing is like I still artifact. kinda cringe when people are like all that in a bag of chips. I still kinda cringe when people say that. Like even though it's like a throwback, it's not cringy. That's like a nineties saying. It's oh, like it, it? okay, all that in a bag of chips, yeah. It's like you, you think it's something special, like all that in a bag of chips.
0: See, on the flip if side you think... of that, like, if people are, like, using, like, the words Mondo or Tubular, like, I am all about that. <laughs> I use those- I use those words regularly.
3: Radicum.
1: I still try to get out of the, the, um, like, things I said in middle school, I still try to, like, get out of the habit of saying them. Cause, like, back then it was, like, really- like, we said Coolio, and I still, every once <laughs> in a while, still say it, and I'm like, kill- stop it, don't do it. Kill it with fire. Just- it needs to die.
2: All I'm saying is I was trolling someone and it was darned epic. That's I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. I don't no.
1: think epic can ever age though. I don't th- I think it's one of those words where it just doesn't really have an expiration date.
2: This is epic. Um it <laughs> just
0: have a dynamic I mean, etymology.
2: Maybe it's the yeah. context. The yeah, yeah, whatever. So, I also beat... <laughs> Um, the Sexy Brutal, which was a- another adventure puzzle game.
0: I actually I beat in- that myself in the past couple of days. So. I oh, want to nice. start
1: it. I want to start it, so I was like, "Oh, start it, <clears throat> real cool.
2: Pretty charming, pretty nice um little game. i um, also used a guide on it. I'm I'm pretty I'm not very good at adventure games, but I love the concept of them. So. If I enjoyed my time with it, I, um, I was not gonna pay the full price though. Um, I got it from the Grey Market G2A, which I'm a little ashamed about, but I'm not gonna pay $20 for that, so, meh. Um, but it was a good game. Um, nice little story, nice, I think, I, nice, like, twist at the end, kind of. See, I felt I like
0: the twist was kind of weak.
2: Well, I mean, I, the thing is, I don't know about even, like, commenting on a story like that in a game, because there was no stakes or anything really serious, and the characters were never... Like, the story was a, barely a focus for so much of the game, for me, that it's like, well, okay, I'll take the twist at the end, you know? It was It was cool, I guess, but I was never really focused on anything around me other than solving puzzles
0: mm. i guess my <laughs> and... disappointment with the story was just that they had this full cast of characters that they like developed through each of the individual like puzzles and like chapters yeah. if you want to call them and that. then they never show up again and they never show up again and all of your like emotional weight at the end of the game is kind of based on this character that
2: is the only you kind never of met. in
0: passing, yeah, and you only find yeah. out who he is at the end.
2: Yeah. I think it was more the dialogue for me, I guess. I enjoyed the dialogue. The dialogue
0: is exceptional.
2: It. Yeah. It was you know, it's a it's a I'd say it's a good game. So you have that. Yeah. Um, I'll
0: just I'll jump in here so we don't have to like repeat ourselves too much later in my own segment with some of my thoughts about the game. Um, okay. And then we can return to you. Um, I really... I think what I liked most about it was that, you know, you have all of the characters who are great and well-written, but I also loved that, like, each room kind of feels like a character in a sense. Um, yeah. There's so much detail in the scenery, and uh, once you mm-hmm. get, like, your last power-up, then... Uh, when you're able to basically uncover the history of that room. Uh, it reminded me a lot of Luigi's Mansion in that sort of way, where everything in the scenery is so memorable and Yeah. I, I hate this the, word, but iconic.
2: Epic, if you will. Epic.
0: <laughs> yeah, there we go.
2: It yeah. The the mansion had a lot of love put into it. it I guess was,
0: I only would have liked to see a little more of things like really changing uh, as mm-hmm. a response of what you're doing, more of like a causality situation.
2: Yeah, um, it, it did,
0: was just... Yeah, go ahead.
2: Oh no, I was just saying, yeah, people don't die now. Yeah, that's die, really the only so. <laughs> <change>. <laughs> that's really the only change yeah. that
0: occurs, whereas like, I don't know, I was also comparing it a lot to Hitman in my mind, the Hitman series. Where mm-hmm. like if you blow up something on one side of the map, then it'll change like AI patterns and things on the other side of the map and granted, yeah. I know this is like a much lower budget project than uh, Hitman games, but it still would have just been nice if there was a little more to the puzzles than you know figure out where you need to go, change one thing in that room and then it's kind of solved-hmm.
2: Yeah, they could have had an opportunity for, like, branching stories through how you solved it. So If you could solve puzzles in different ways, but it's all pretty much a straight line mm-hmm. from one end to the next of... Make sure this dude doesn't walk into a furnace.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Now you may continue.
2: Um, I think that may be it. I think... It's, yeah, I don't... I haven't... And I, I don't even have any currently playing games, because I was just... I beat all the games I had on vacation. Um, and uh, now I'm just on the prowl, right. thinking an RPG next.
0: Got any in mind that you're thinking about starting?
2: Um, Tales of the Abyss, maybe, for 3DS seems like a pretty cool game. Um, I know maybe one of the Shin Megami Tensei games because those are all pretty quality. Um,
3: played four yet. I would highly recommend four.
2: Um, funny story.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got about seven hours in, um, and then sold my the, the 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 one I was playing on it a while ago for various reasons. So, um, yeah. And you I have, uh,
3: that, again, obviously, because... Oh, no, you're in America, so you don't have a physical problem.
2: No, well, I don't... I had to... I had to call Nintendo Customer Support to relink this stupid DS thing. So now I have all the games I bought previously. Okay. But I, I had to wait. They're like, yeah, it's it's two to three business days for us to send this email to you. I was like, Christ. But that's, you know, whatever. I, I may. I may pick it up again. I don't know.
0: Um. Well, for the sake of time, let's go ahead and shift on to the next person. Who's it going to be? Well, I started the last couple, so I think it should be one of you two. Alright. How about you go, Toast?
1: Sure. Um, Games I finished, I 100%ed I uh, hat in time. Nice. So I got all the achievements for it and everything. Um, I think that took twenty-two hours for like the total of it. Um, I like the game. The achievements were really inconsistent because some of them were really, really easy, and then others were like glitched and like wouldn't pop up, and like I had to do them over and over. That's um, just
2: the indie charm, actually.
1: Yeah, it's it was charming. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um but I re- vaguely remember getting very angry at there's this one where you're not supposed to like you're in a parade and you're not supposed to fall at all.
4: Mm, and by the yeah, end of it.
1: Level. Um I was just, like very angry cuz they're shooting like fireworks and rockets and all that at you and you're being followed. So to like not fall at all was that was the most difficult of the it's fine. I did it. It's whatever. The game was good. Um, every episode felt different, so that's good. Uh, the story was not good, but that's fine. <laughs> it's not what I played it for. Um, the uh, I didn't really like the art direction in it either. It felt very unity to me, which um, I I feel like I don't know. I don't like the like. It. I don't know how to describe it, but it feels very like greasy when I see, like, Unity pro- projects, because I can just kind of tell that they're Unity projects. Same thing with uh, the, new, the new Game of the Month stories. I can kind of just tell that it's, like, it has that same kind of, like, greasiness on its 3D models.
0: <laughs> but. Yeah, I guess that's a good way not, to describe it. I know what you mean.
1: It, it's, it's, like, not fully fleshed out. It's not, like, quite, sh- very flat. Very sh- not shaded correctly, you're not... I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of boring looking. But the game is good. Um, <clears throat> let's, did I finish anything else? I think so. I finished the first chapter of uh, EF. I'm on the second chapter, and I think there's two chapters per game, so I think I'm about halfway through the first game. And then I think there's a second game, uh, which... I don't know. It was supposed to be like one smooshed together game, and I think in some places it was. But it wasn't where I got it. So I have just the, the first one and the second one separate that you have to kind of like crack together. But it's weird. Um, and then I did start stories. Oh. So, I, I'm very, like... It is a very strange game, because it feels like Furry Bastion, and, um, like, almost exactly like Furry Bastion, um, voiceover and everything, um, and it's also kind of greasy looking, but I think the storybook aesthetic is charming, um, it's way too easy. Hmm. I think I almost have all the achievements already, and I'm, like, two hours in.
0: Dang.
1: It's and I play games very slowly, so if that's the case, it's very, very, very easy. If I've never once taken a hit in the time that I've played it, it's really, really easy. <laughs> um, wow. Let's see what else? Oh, oh yeah, they're doing like a thing for Disgaea, and I remember very fondly playing Disgaea um, like on PlayStation. Two. So I, I got the first one, and I'm starting that one up again.
0: When you say they're doing a thing, who
2: is oh, NIS. doing what thing?
1: NIS America is doing a, um, like, you can play Guy for free for, like, the next few days.
2: Isn't oh, it, like, oh. five bucks to buy it permanently or something?
1: Right now it is, yeah. They're doing, like, a yeah. promotional deal where you can, like, you can play it, and so I... Stupid me decided to play it, and then I'm like, if I want to get farther, I have to buy it, so I did.
0: Is it just the first <laughs> game, or do they have deals for the others?
1: They have deals for all of their games. I don't think the second one's on sale now. But it's, like, all their other games. Because I know someone bought me another one of their games uh, during this deal. I think I got Criminal Girls from someone, um, and that was another one of their deals.
3: Uh, it's just guy 1 that's on sale. Yeah, I'm looking. It's, like, 380 in uh, post-Brexit UK pounds.
1: It's 582 in American dollars, I think. Okay. I think almost Um, exactly that, because I have a receipt for it or something.
3: I've got the DS port sitting on my shelf waiting for me to have another crack at going through it, so I probably won't bother, but...
1: But the Steam one has achievements, which is why I got it. I couldn't give less of a shit about achievements. (laughs) I, I just like them. It's like getting rewarded for playing a game.
2: I used to try to get achievements, and god, there were some very painful nights. And I will leave it at that.
3: Yeah, that's probably fair. No, I just don't see the point in them, but that's probably another discussion for another time.
0: I will add it to the notes. We will have a discussion topic all about achievements. I don't really
1: have a rebuttal. I just like him because it's uh, elitist. (laughs) And I just like that.
0: All right. Anything else, Toast? Or does that Uh -uh. round you off? I don't
1: think so. There probably is, but I can't think of it, and I don't want to take up more time than I already have.
0: Okay, I will go next. I will try (laughs) to be quicker than my usual. Uh, Let's see. Currently playing a Recently Beat first. Uh, I'll start with Recently Beat. So, in the past two weeks, uh, I have completed Xenoblade Chronicles. I won't really talk about that too much, since I'm pretty sure I've talked about it already in previous episodes um it was what i will say is that i think i mentioned before that the story was kind of getting to a weird place as i was playing it and it just kind of kept getting weirder ultimately i'm happy with how it turned out but i think that the story is handled a lot better in its first half than its second half although some of the twists are kind of cool
1: that's actually very um That's the case with most of the Xeno games, is they've either run out of money or funding, and uh, that's all of the Xeno games are always better in the first segment than the last one.
2: It's a little foreboding for half of a 100-hour game to be (laughs) uh, not as strong.
0: Although, that being said, I mean, it is still... I gave it a 9 as my final score. It is a strong enough game at its base level that even for being weaker in its second half, it's still an exceptional game all around.
1: That's the general consensus, con- consensus for them all, I think, is that okay. it's still good enough.
2: Consensus?
1: consensus? Okay, you you do the word, there it
2: is. <laughs> <laughs> Evanescence. And Evanescence. Oh my Bring me to me
0: life. <laughs> And the only other thing I'll add is that my favorite ship was decanonized, so I will always be upset about that.
1: All the best ships are never canon. Well, That's so sad.
0: Uh, except for Makoto and Kyoko, but we won't get to Danganronpa too much. <laughs> really?
1: I wanted him to be with... Uh, I think it's like... Asahina. I wanted him to be with Asahina.
0: Yeah, they would be cute, but... Kyoko's the girl for him. Anyway... really,
1: she's a bitch.
0: <laughs> but the noodle. Wow. Anyway... The next game after that was Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Mirror of Fate, which I was just beginning the last time we had an episode. I have to agree with you, Rick, I now... I have been turned from a thumb sideways to a thumbs down. It's just mm-hmm. an exceptionally dull game. I mean, I'm still going to say that I love, like, the backgrounds and, like, the animations and stuff, but, yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, it's, like, it's trying to be a classic Metroid, not Metroid, classic Castlevania game mixed with a Metroidvania by doing, like, three campaigns where it's basically linear, but then you can do some exploration at the end. It just doesn't work.
2: That sounds like a mess.
0: Very disappointed with how it ended up. And then, like <laughs> the ending, Rick. Do you remember the ending? I didn't get past
3: the first half hour. Oh so. right,
0: yeah, you mentioned that. I'm gonna go ahead and spoil it because it's a side series, and it's Castlevania. It's literally the story of Dracula. So, at, at the very end, you're playing as uh, you're playing as I think uh, Gabriel Belmont. No. There's so many Belmonts. You're playing as the father of the like first character you play as or whatever. So you're
3: playing as Daddy Belmont. We'll go yeah, with Daddy you're Belmont. playing
0: as Daddy Belmont, but not, not Daddy Granddaddy Belmont, because that's Dracula. <laughs> you're playing as Daddy Belmont. And on, whoa,
3: Granddaddy Belmont's Dracula.
0: In the Lords of Shadow side series, yes. Why? Not, not in the main series. So Granddaddy Belmont is Dracula, you're playing as Daddy Belmont, and you're trying to kill him. And, uh, you fight him, and he, like, kills you, but then he finds out that you're his son. So he, like, gives you his blood, turns you into a vampire, and wow, turns out you're actually Alucard. All along. But that's the ending. It's, it's just, like... A twist that doesn't actually end the story of the game. It just... <laughs>
2: <laughs> they really wanted something, something exciting to happen. Yeah, they
0: just wanted that silly.
3: series to be way more popular and long-standing, as in the the Lords of Shadow. Sort and of version
0: of it. To be honest, I love the first Lords of Shadow game, but yeah, the second one was just a Dark wannabe, and Dark is just a God of War wannabe. So. All the dilution. Ooh, that's I love, controversial. Hey, I love Darksiders, but it's li- like the first game is literally just God of War and Portal together.
1: Well, in, in like Zelda.
0: So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Because they enough. said that they modeled it after Ocarina mostly. Like when they were actually talking about their uh, inspiration, they said it was pretty much like ripping off Zelda and trying to make it edgier.
0: <laughs> and it succeeded at being edgy. Uh, My next completion (laughs) was actually Professor Layton and the Unwound Future, which is the third in the Layton series. What a game. Yeah, I won't talk about it too much because we already touched on it, but my, I I actually played it because it's been a couple of years since I played the first two games, and I thought, hey, I'm older, I'm wiser, I'm going to enjoy these more than I did back then. And then I rented it, and it came in the mail, and... I played it for, like, three hours, and then I just stopped enjoying it. Uh, so, make of that what you will. I did finish it, though. Even though, maybe I shouldn't have. That Next. ending
3: has all the feels. Just side note.
0: <laughs> On Unwound Future?
3: Yeah. Uh, I mean... It got me in the feels, anyway.
0: I wasn't able to feel much. I mean... I'll grant that I felt something, but it's just like, it, I don't know. I can't say it came out of left field, because they were building towards it the whole game, but yeah, I don't know. So next was Rhythm Heaven, um, which is Yay. like, it's like WarioWare Ink, but with rhythm mechanics, and it was pretty darn fun. Um I don't really have much to add other than that. You should play it if you have not. Um, I, I played... remember
1: the what wow like the for the rhythm heaven, like they had like the little screaming people.
0: They're like, oh, wow yeah,
3: you, have to, you have to hold the touch screen down. To yeah stop from it's, yeah, yeah.
0: There were just so <laughs> many of the different mini games that and they're like all shouting different things. I will say, the absolute worst one was the one where you have to shift between the downbeat and the upbeat on, like, a dime. They're like, you have to tap on the downbeat, and then you just suddenly have to shift to the upbeat. And it's so difficult to do. I don't think I could do that. I mean, they... I figured out how to do it because they do give you an audio cue, but it still takes some adjustment and... It slowed down my pace a lot, which upset me. Next was Cave Story Plus. Cave Story probably doesn't really need much of an introduction. I mean, it's a good game. There you have it. It's free if you're interested. I
2: I beat it on the Switch and was not too thoroughly impressed.
0: Was that the like weird 3D new version they made? I oh, know that was 3D. Or, or was it the original? Like no, I think
2: style. it was. It. I think it was literally titled Cave Story Plus. So. Okay. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking of Cave Story 3D, which is different. Yeah.
2: Okay, I don't. Something I don't.
3: On PSP, God.
0: not legally, but you can. Uh... That's how <laughs> I played. It. it was good. Anything oh. else you want to say about Cave Story? You seem to have some thoughts.
2: Me. No.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> I've, I have a few more to go. Played Super Win the Game, um, which is just kind of like a indie 8-bit callback to like uh, NES adventure games with just very obtuse maps and instructions and stuff. Oh my god. And... It's, I, w- I can definitely say it's an accurate representation of that. <laughs> it, it's a pain to get around the map. It's a pain to figure out the puzzles and the directions they want you to go. Uh, I mean, the actual like platforming of it, I guess, is fine. But, I don't know. Ultimately, I just was getting kind of annoyed with it by the end. I played and finished Sonic Mania which I will say is the only 2D Sonic that I have enjoyed from beginning to end, which may be a controversial opinion, but I stand by
1: it. How do you feel about the ugly little OCs that they have?
3: That they was have in a Forces. Squirrel?
1: Oh, it was in... No, 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 they have no, little they ugly new OCs. ones in the Plus Up Yeah, yeah, they did. Oh, well this... They're little squirrels and at like a... a um. Like, they're really ugly. My- my Sean got them.
3: I didn't have that update, I guess. At least one of them's carried over from, like, an obscure old game.
1: Yeah, they're really ugly. (laughs) He's got, like, a peanut butter tail.
0: I was just playing the base game, so... Oh, okay. I- I know not of these squirrely OCs. Um... And just today I finished up Scribblenauts Unlimited, which... I don't really have an opinion on at all, really. It kind of was just something that I did. It made the time go by, and that's all I really have to say about it.
3: Those games are so vanilla. Yeah. Weirdly, given the concept.
0: <laughs> I think it's a clever idea, I just don't think they've ever executed it well.
4: Hmm.
2: Giving someone that much freedom to draw literally anything they want is going to inevitably disappoint, like, pretty much anyone who plays it.
0: Yeah, because the issue you always run into is that the puzzles... They're not as creative
1: as you are.
0: That's exactly (laughs) right, yeah. You come up with, like, you know the answer that they're trying to lead you towards, but you don't want to do that because you have have your own brain. You want to think outside the box a little bit. So you come up with your outlandish solution and no, they really just want you to put a rope on it and pull it and fence
2: it. I, re- I played it on the original DS when I was very young, and my only memory really is me seeing, oh, okay, they gotta have this. Draw it. They don't have it. Okay, no, wait. They gotta have this one. Draw it. They. It's not in the game. And uh, never touching the puzzles. Cause they just bored me.
0: Yeah, yeah. They My at over... least they at least added a lot of new words in Unlimited, so so you can at least come up with more things that match what you're trying to do, but the game still isn't able to figure out what you want to do with them, so that's a bummer. My
3: overriding game memory of that game is just the physics engine being utter at. That is true. <laughs> That's still the case in Unlimited, because I'm the same as Anthony, i played the DS the original.
0: Oh yeah, it's awful. I, I was trying to solve one puzzle by attaching like a bunch of balloons to something to make it float, and every time I attached a new balloon, it would hit the old balloon and make it pop, because apparently it was hitting <laughs> it that hard. <laughs> so that was frustrating. <laughs> anyway. Uh, just two things that I'm currently playing, and then we'll move on to Rick. Um, I've been playing D4 Dark Dreams Don't Die, which is a sweary game. Sweary, who did Deadly Premonition. And, I mean, it's it's basically what you would expect from a sweary game. It's very quirky. Um, your mileage may vary on how much you accept that quirkiness. I'm pretty accepting of it, but... I can see people getting turned off by it. It's sort of a point and click, sort of like an interactive movie type thing.
3: Uh... Is it finished? Because I thought it was a chapter. No, it's not finished. It's never
1: never never going to get another one either. Yeah, Yeah.
3: Which is why
1: I don't want to play it, because it's not going to get finished. I'm with you there. Uh, So I've been avoiding it, even though it looks fun.
0: It's pretty fun. I mean, it took me about an hour to kind of get into the flow of it, but once I did, uh, you know, I enjoy kind of playing hike-and-seek in the environments, trying to find new things to click on and stuff. Uh, th- I don't understand the stamina system. I don't think it really needs to be there, but that's kind of my only real complaint at this point. Yeah, that's all I'll say about that. I'll probably add more later when I finished <laughs> it. And then the Coupe de Grasse. I have been playing Yoku's Island Express. Are e- any of you familiar with that? What of my uh,
1: friends on Steam is playing
0: it. And I've heard.
2: Yeah.
0: So for the kiddies at home who know nothing at all, uh, the y- Yoku's Island Express is basically a Metroidvania... Pinball platformer. Jeez. And it sounds like a weird combination of things that they just put together to be, like, innovative or whatever. Looks
1: fun, though. It
0: works really dang well. It is. It holds up to as innovative as it sounds. I have just been discovering new things with the gameplay very frequently that are impressing me. And giving me new reasons to keep on going and Mm. the hours just kind of fly by when i'm playing it i love you know the way that you traverse through the environments i love that it really does feel like a platformer and then you move into a section that feels like a pinball machine and it's so seamless uh and then i mean just the the environments are gorgeous so
3: So it's not rooms and rooms of pinball there is some actual walking and exploring yeah
0: and like but the actual exploring elements still have like paddles that help you move around and stuff so it's a very creative way of getting you to move around the environment sounds
3: horrific but I
0: yeah I I was kind of nervous going into it but it has impressed me at every single juncture So, honestly, this is one of my favorite games that I've played recently, (laughs) as far as where I am right now. So, I'll leave it there. Rick, what you been up to?
3: Yeah, I'll jump in. So, I've beaten two games. They're both ones that I was playing last time when we talked about this. So, the first was Portal 2. Obviously, incredible. I do think Portal 1's better. I think the campaign's tighter. I think it tells a better story in as much as it has one. Okay. I
0: mean, you're wrong, but...
3: Hey, well, we can agree to disagree. I do love the co op campaign of it much more than than either of the the two single player campaigns. And I think I indicated that last time. They do a lot more with four portals and obviously all of the goos and everything else than they ever did with two. And I really like um the process of solving that puzzle with a friend and oh you need to go here and having all the stupid little emotes and countdowns and being able to sort of point things out. I think it's just done really, really well. Uh, the other game I beat was Kid Icarus Uprising which if the movement sensitivity was a little bit better calibrated, and if that stupid bike wasn't in the game, would probably be a 10 out of 10 for me, <laughs> as is, i put it on as an 8, and I do think it's really worth playing it's definitely playable without the stand uh, and it's a shame that, that that sort of overshadowed it when it first came out the the whole idea of, well, you need to put it on the stand oh my god, Virtual Boy, no, no, no uh, 3D's done really, really well the humour and, and the story's a bit all over the place, but they, they really gel together quite well. And it's a really enjoyable experience on the whole, and it has so many ideas that it sort of throws at you uh, across the length of the sort of roughly 10-hour campaign. So I, I really, really enjoyed that. In terms of what I'm playing at the minute, I'm playing um, Rhythm Paradise Remix, so the 3DS follow-up to the DS game.
0: I want does to it like it much more. Does it have a different so, name? What? Is it called Rhythm Paradise over there?
3: In the EU, yeah. It's, oh, okay. it's called Rhythm Heaven in America and it's called Rhythm Tengoku in Japan. Um, What I loved about the DS game and what annoys me about the is that in the DS version there wasn't really any story. You just jumped from sequence to sequence to sequence which was fine. In the 3DS version they try and give you a story. It gets in the way. It doesn't really add anything it just frustrated me in between or it's frustrating me rather in between puzzles what also annoys me is that there are not one but two pretend endings in the game (laughs) where it rolls the credits and it's like oh no there's more just say come on um also because the campaign's a lot longer you can tell how limited the game is much earlier than you did in the ds version Everything is just a variant of press the A button at the right time. Occasionally, you'll use the D-pad or the B button, but that's it. Um, in Burst, it's good, though. It's still definitely enjoyable. Uh, what else am I playing? Um, I'm playing another code, two memories. So that was a launch title for the DS. I've been sort of keeping an eye on eBay. I recently managed to snag a copy at an acceptable price. It's okay so far. I'm quite early in. it. The story is a bit bonkers, which is normal for... Um, that developer, they made the Hotel Dusk games as well.
1: Oh, I remember Hotel Dusk. It was really good.
3: I hate yeah, Hotel Dusk. <laughs>
1: That's because you don't, you don't understand.
3: <laughs> Hotel <laughs> Dusk was good. And its you can definitely see where some of the ideas that they started working on in another code went into Hotel So the conversation system is exactly the same, although you hold the DS normally as opposed to like a, a book. Um Some of the interactivity and the movement mechanics are similar. It's too early to say if it's good or not, but I'm playing that, I guess. I'm also also playing (coughs) Oddworld Stranger's Wrath. So that was originally an Xbox game. It got a HD port to Vita where I'm playing it. It's also on PS3. And the unique things about that are twofold. The first is that it's a hybrid first and third-person game. So you run around normally, and then when you want to... Uh, fire your weapons, you double tap the touch screen and you go into a first person mode and the control shift a little bit. The second unique thing is that rather than ammunition, you fire animals that you find around the environment. So, um, you can pick up spiders that when you shoot them at an enemy, they tie them up in a web. You can buy these little, no, sorry, find these little furry, teethy creatures that slow the enemy down when you shoot them. Um, there's a firefly-type thing that fires the electricity from your bow. It's odd. It definitely builds a really nice world. It's,
0: Again, it's odd, like an and odd it builds game. a nice world?
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's an <odd> world
0: game. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> they should have called it that, like, the world that is odd or something. I don't know. Is uh,
1: that the same game series as Oddworld Abe?
3: Yeah. It is the same series, but it's nothing okay. like those games, and thank God fucking hated abe's odyssey i mean again i know nothing about the series abe's odyssey is it plays a lot like the original prince of persia in that it's side on it's very clunky in how it controls and it's also very very unforgiving
0: i wouldn't say clunky oh i would necessarily
3: i definitely would
0: i mean the thing is that every move you make is pretty much bound to a certain distance as is every
3: breath you take (laughs) (laughs)
0: so like if you if you press left you're going to go a certain distance left if you press right you're going to go a certain distance right so it means that your timing has to be a little bit tighter because you basically have to buffer your inputs
3: I wouldn't necessarily
0: call that clunky though
3: I would you feel like a shopping cart you press the button and you go (laughs) greening off in a direction
1: I would probably say clunky because for the first little bit you're going to look like you're like having a spasm on the the computer
3: (laughs) It's also got a really weird conversation mechanic The Odyssey Not um, Stranger's Wrath Stranger's Wrath's got quite a nice um, Conversation mechanic actually You press a button and it gives you an audio cue of him talking Basically telling you what you need to do next As a reminder And that's one of the ways that it really sort of Immerses you rather than having an objective screen You press square and Stranger says I'd better go and kill Toots McGriffin or whatever the next Bounty's name is uh, but it's, it's good. Initial signs are positive on that one. Uh, I'm about halfway through Resident Evil Revelations. I like it. I don't love it. I don't really have a lot of opinions beside that. I mean, it's an okay third-person shooter. There's some light puzzling. Um, the Waterborne enemies are absolutely ass, but everything else sort of does what you'd expect and works well. Um, I like also that you're jumping between three or four different uh, casts of characters, and I'd assume towards the end of the campaign they're all going to OLS. But it's sort of nice having these story threads running somewhat concurrently and seeing where things are starting to come together and what happens in one set of story missions bleeds into the net. So I, I like the way that they did that. I suspect it was a concession to the fact that it came out originally on the 3DS and you had to um, plan the gameplay a little bit around portable sessions. I think it works really works really well, and the final thing that I'm playing, and I say playing hesitantly because I've literally not touched it in the past fortnight, is Phoenix, right? The wreck. It's funny. it's still going. It's I've not given up on you it. You
1: can't say that you're playing it.
3: I can. It's I haven't swiped the thing out of my Android tray. So technically, <laughs> still playing. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's me.
0: I'm so, going to come over there and force you to play it. Is it really worth, it? worth your time and effort?
1: What time is it? 6 fucking 48. Oh my fucking god. I mean, um... If you need to
3: crush, we've got three. We can always do the second half.
1: Not swear words. <laughs> but like, find replacement. Like,
3: I don't want to be responsible for ruining your love life. If you've got a thing, go for the thing.
1: I can make them wait. <laughs>
3: I would also say for the record that knowing our timekeeping abilities, it was quite irresponsible of me to time it to be straight after the podcast.
2: <laughs> got him.
1: <laughs> We've been really good lately, like recently.
2: We have, um, that's true.
0: But and I mean they today, it, me. today was, we're shaking things up though. Should have accounted for that. We got a first. You know.
1: It is. It is my one day off. <laughs>
3: What they're saying, Anthony, is that it's your fault. And really, in that context, I think you were right to pick me as your number one host.
2: Well, I can't blame them because most things are my fault.
1: I <laughs> no. oh, got kidding? real again. This is what you did, Rick. You did this. I did. What did I do? Yeah, you made our, host feel, or our guest host feel bad.
3: Who was it in the lead up to asking people to come on this podcast that said, if you're better than us, we will hurt you? <laughs> I don't think I'm the person responsible for discomfort. Actually.
1: That actually sounds like Curf, I mean,
3: It could have been either of
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> it was Curf-mer. I don't think I said
0: that.
3: No, Kerf said... It could have been, actually. You definitely said something equally as bad, though.
0: I'd probably say yeah. something dumber, like, I'm gonna take you down to pound town.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. That sounds like the name of a discount chain in the UK. We have pound land, we have pound world, it, you know, it fit right <laughs> in. <laughs> anyway So what you're about to hear, hopefully, is the amazing lo fi brainchild of Anthony and Vegeta. You're back. It's almost like we never left. My recommendation this fortnight is summary. It's a summary recommendation. Windjammers. You can get it on PS4. You can get it on Vita. And I'm pretty certain you can play it on your browser. If
1: you, you already plugged that game.
3: Did I? Well, it's worth plugging again. So it can be my recommendation again.
0: I Got him. So, it's really, it, really yeah, good. Yeah, wasn't that your very first? Very first Or one. was that Deadbolt?
1: Well, was probably it was Winjammer. Were... <laughs> stop recommending crappy play. games.
3: I'll stop recommending them when you play them. It's a good it, game.
2: You know, I've been looking for a first person platformer for a while. It's just I can't find a quality one. I'm really, really looking. I just cannot find any possible game that would fit that specification that anyone has ever mentioned. Mirror's Edge. Okay, alright.
3: Yeah, Mirror's Edge. Or if you don't like Mirror's Edge, there's one called LEMMA, L-E-M-M-A, that I've heard really good things about.
2: (laughs) Okay, um, but, never mind, never mind. Um, can I recommend something? Of course. Yeah, Sure. sure. Okay, um, I don't know if anyone listens to Death Grips, but they're great, and... And Rick's laughing for something. I've heard okay.
3: of the name, and I've heard that they're very, very out.
2: Okay. Well, the thing is, a commonly overlooked song is Full Moon, but it happens to be their best song. So, uh, if you're a fan of them, and just never heard Full Moon, and you don't think Full Moon's the best song by them, you should just quit everything. Because <laughs> yeah. I hate you.
0: Quit your job. Leave your family.
2: Just well, if you quit breathing, I think most of the things actually come after.
0: Oh, yeah. or <laughs> of of your all, but yeah
2: Wait, can I sign a form to quit my family real quick? <laughs> oh,
3: quick, sure but you definitely could. <laughs> Submit your but,
0: resignation. Uh, wow.
2: Um, but yeah, no, the, it's a very underrated song by them. I don't know why more people don't love it. I. So, that's that's my uh, recommendation.
3: And Oops, just I'm if you're looking far. for it on YouTube, like I am, you'll know you're on there because it's the video that opens pro-eating a smaller bird
2: Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, if you oh, if you have epilepsy, don't watch the music video. Um, Good warning. That should be pretty evident within the first ten seconds. But, uh, yeah.
1: Oh, by the way, if you have ep- epilepsy, also do not watch the new Incredibles. Yeah, but if, if you
3: have epilepsy, Deadbolt's the game for you. No problem.
2: with that. that. Deadbolt.
3: <laughs> have you played Deadbolt, Anthony?
2: No, wait. Well, okay, is it not a first-person platformer?
3: No, I, I did wonder if that's <laughs> why you were bringing it up.
2: That's the j- okay. I was trying to make a joke. <laughs> right?
3: Okay. I thought it.
2: Okay, you know, because have you ever watched um To Snakeer? He's like a dude, and he did a he did a he's a YouTube dude. He did a. He's like, he's like it. Well, I mean, he's pretty, he's, a, he's a YouTube dude, and he did a si- series on platformers, and he did a couple first-person platformers, and I saw a Deadbolt in there, and I was like, okay, then I just assumed that it was a first-person platformer, so.
3: Uh, Deadbolt is a f- sort of stealth action game. Are you
2: now about I'm it. interested.
0: Are you thinking about, maybe you misheard, was it like Cloudbuilt or something? Could have been, yeah.
2: No idea. Okay. Doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, I guess. Cloudbill's <laughs> not very
3: good. I don't know about the Ultra version that they brought out, but I did not like Cloudbill.
0: Yeah. But another first-person platformer you should play is Cluster Truck, which is not my recommendation. Segway. But <laughs> It's not my recommendation, but it is okay. a great game. Um, <laughs>
2: I've heard Yahtzee describe it as the enthralling sensation of sticking your hand in a bag of rice that's uncooked. It's about as... The primal as it gets.
1: That is such a weird feeling that I'm assuming everybody has felt <laughs> and had no way to describe before.
0: <laughs> <We literally laughs> and now they long. do. How that was toast segment, right?
1: The price alone will deter people.
0: Go on. Give us the it's skinny. A,
1: it's a fucking $30 pencil. It's oh, a God. $33 pencil. And Where'd you get it entire, from? Um... Uh, I got it from, I think, Dick Blick or something like that, or, Dick uh, Dick Blick. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Blick is, uh, is an art supplies, uh, and it's, like, the Rotrig 600, and it, I can,
0: that, is She's showing it to the camera. It's black, yeah. and it's got red letters, I can see exactly. Yeah,
1: that. and it's got, like, a little end, and it comes off, and it's got, like, an eraser, and you put it back <gasps> on. And, okay, can I don't the, see the really it is? the really cool, they're really, no, it's made of metal and it's weighted and it's very very nice. The really cool thing is you can put any type of lead in there and you can, um, it spins around so you can tell what type of lead is in there. Hmm.
0: I didn't realize Eight. there were different types of lead.
1: Yeah, yeah there's,
0: there's like um, different thicknesses and lightnesses
1: and obviously um, different colors as well if you really want to be. Glad. Well, this one only takes uh, 0.5 millimeters, which is the standard, but it can take any type of like. Uh, the I value Two
3: B, four B. The lead can be more dense and darker. Can't
1: it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, I have currently H B lead in there, but it takes like any type of lead. But the the standard is H B.
3: And then yeah, it's like HP. H comes out finer and, and lighter, and B comes out blacker and darker.
1: Um, H is hard lead, so um, it comes out scratchy and usually yeah it's softer. B is softer lead, so it comes out really thick and dark. Which I hate. I hate the lead.
3: (sighs) So, now that we've had that fascinating conversation.
1: Well, I mean, it's important for future life. You'll (laughs) never not use pencils.
2: Uh, Well, what if you lose it? Are you going to use that one? I
1: I have a warranty on this fucking thing. It's fucking dollars (laughs) I have a warranty. i never. Wow. It's a drafting that. pencil. That's, that's actually pretty cheap for a drafting pencil. Hmm.
3: Okay.
1: I also bought it used, so it was
3: $15. Okay, you didn't tell us that before. 15 is vaguely... Yeah,
1: I'm, but it's most people wouldn't buy it used.
3: Mm, it's what I spent on my fountain pen, but that I literally just use all the time for everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I spent like $9 on like a Copic, but that's a marker.
3: I feel like we're having a pen-measuring con.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my real recommendation, and my host segment, of course, is grading on a curve, where I talk about a game that people underrate, and I talk about why it should be considered in a better light. So, mine for this week is the Hobbit game from 2003 by
3: Sierra.
0: And PS2. Uh, it's for PS2. Uh, GameCube, Xbox, and there was even a PC version of it. I know all of this... I know all of this about it because I was a speedrunner of this very video game. I once (laughs) held a world record for the All Quests category of it. Not to toot my own horn too much. But, uh... No, on... on I'm not bowing
1: down to that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I believe I still have the number 5 time for the Any% percent category, but it's been a while since I checked. Anyway, it is a game that a lot, of, a lot of people actually played it as kids, and I think a lot of people actually had fun with it as kids. But it's one of those sorts of things where as time went by, people just looked back at it and thought to themselves, oh, I played that as a kid, it was based off of a franchise, it must have just been bad. And, like, if you look at videos for it, it kind of might look bad. But it's actually pretty darn great. It's, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's linear, but every level that you're in is very open and gives you lots of things to do. And there's lots of quests to do in all of the individual levels.
3: It's like a linear zonda in a way.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's basically, like, every level is kind of like a dungeon i guess or like a segment of the overworld that you have to explore and talk to all of the characters and do their quests and stuff uh i guess if there's one complaint that i have about it it's that you can't you know go back to earlier levels but you know just based on being you know a game based on a book that is very much a journey you can't just you know go back that doesn't happen in the story obviously but I mean, the art style is very ugly. reminiscent. Uh, what?
1: I thought that the graphics were really, really ugly.
0: The graphics are then bad, again, but. Then the again, I played art... the
1: Game Boy one, and like, the stylistic graphics of that one were really not good.
0: I the game mean, Boy it's a one totally different bad. game, yeah. Um, really?
1: I had fun with the Game Boy one
0: i mean i haven't played the game boy one nearly as much as i did the game boy one is much more like a 2d zelda whereas the 3d one is more like a 3d zelda i would say Mm -hmm. um but like the the actual art style is reminiscent of the 1977 animated hobbit movie and like
1: which is also ugly
0: no it's not (laughs) it's beautiful sorry I'll Got stop him. being- I'll stop Why do you have to be wrong in front of my <laughs> face?
1: I'm sorry. I'll do better next time. <laughs> oh, no. It's not like I, I literally gave up things to be here with you, because I love you that much, but it's okay.
3: And you love us enough to hold it over our head for the rest of Yeah, this yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: anyway, uh... I don't know. There's just, like... There's a lot of different movement mechanics to it. Uh, Every level kind of has new things and new quests and new characters. So, it's just... It's a lot of fun. There are random stealth parts. There are just straight platforming challenges. There are levels that are basically just trade sequences. So, I mean, there's always something new to do. And... It's... It's just... A blast, honestly. I still have fun with it, even though speedrunning it is a major pain in the arse. It is a game that is near and dear to my heart.
3: Is that. Does speedrunning in any way involve that crazy ass pole vault you could do with the cane?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. That is the main movement mechanic in speedrunning. Oh, running. is that
3: one of those things where it's faster than your conventional walk, so you do it everywhere?
0: Yes, well. Oh. Let me let me break this down for you. So if you're going down a hill or moving across a gap, that is the fastest form of movement. But if you're on a flat surface or you're going uphill, then your fastest form of movement is to do a quick slash followed by a jump in a very precise timing, which sets your momentum faster.
3: Oh, that sounds awful.
0: Oh, no, it's... It's fun. It's great. I love it. It's horrible. Don't play it. Play it. Please do. It's great. Play know. it,
3: but not like that. <laughs> Jesus. <Right. laughs> Get on to the question. Alright.
0: So, since last episode we answered a question from Screaming Shadow about the most memorable antagonists in video games, this w- week we're going to do the same thing, same asker, Screaming Shadow, but about most memorable protagonists. So. <sighs> Who wants to go first?
3: Kratos, I think, is an obvious memorable protagonist. Yeah.
1: Um, It's kind of ironic because it was supposed to be the obvious opposite, but Makoto naïve. Uh, because he was supposed to be a nobody, which is almost why I remember him more.
3: <laughs> I... Yeah, I, I think his design's iconic as well, which helps.
1: Yeah, but he was also supposed to be, like, that nobody.
0: Yeah. Okay. I love Makoto. I don't know if he's my favorite. I love out his of the voice,
1: or at least the Japanese voices. I like. I could like sit in like a bathtub of that voice and be so nice and get relaxed. It's such a nice, soothing voice.
0: I'm not gonna say the name because it would be a spoiler. But my favorite Danganronpa protagonist is from V3.
3: Which I haven't played, to be fair. And nah. I didn't say Makoto, I said Kratos. So I don't know if that came through the audio.
0: No, we. I know.
1: <laughs> we, we skipped ahead. We can talk oh, about right, Kratos. Okay.
3: Yeah. I, was gonna, I hate
1: Kratos, though. I
3: thought you were saying Kratos was meant to be a nobody. And I was like, hang on, what? Oh, no. Right, okay, we're, we're
1: on the same page now. That's fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Kratos is definitely memorable, though. You have to give him that. Even if you don't like
1: but, him. Yeah. He's more of like an antagonist, though. Mm, I would say he fucks up his own life more than the villains do. I what,
3: thought the okay, idea was that well, the dogs screwed with him.
0: We Maybe we should come up with a distinction here. Are we talking about protagonists, or are we talking about heroes? See, I thought protagonists.
1: Okay. The
0: yeah. person you play as, basically. Because half of the
3: people I was thinking of weren't necessarily um,
0: the people you were supposed to
3: be rooting for, per se.
1: So, oh, if, if it's a character you can play as, freaking Claptrap. <laughs> oh, I love Claptrap. Yeah.
3: Man, his birthday quest in Borderlands 2 killed me. <laughs> yeah.
1: It, that was the game where it was, um, because I was playing with friends, like just in Borderlands in general, because I was trying to play with friends, and then they would talk through all of the dialogue. So that was when I really had to put my foot down and say, Hey, I, I want to listen to Claptrap more than I want you to be alive, so shut up so I can hear him do his thing. Yeah. Got
0: him. Um, I'm gonna give a shout out to Gordon Freeman. Um... Yeah. Memorable. Very memorable. I mean, yeah. obviously not a lot of depth to him, but he was the archetype that basically set forth silent first-person protagonists for all future video games. So I mean, just based on that alone, he's got some Kratos to him. Mhm. Not Kratos, Kratos. Okay.
2: Hey. Man, I'm having a lot of trouble thinking of a memorable memorable protagonist.
1: Oh, I've got one. <laughs> Oka. Oh, cool. M- Mae from Night in the Woods. There, yeah. I, I love Mei. Well, actually, I can't really say I love Mei, because it's like, ugh, I am May, <laughs> So I kind of, like, sort of despise her a little bit. <laughs> just because I'm like, I would do that, and that would not be good. So I kind of hate her a little bit, but she's memorable.
0: Very well developed, also.
3: Ooh, that's a shout. Ratchet and or Clank.
0: I think that you can combine them, in fairness. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's probably fair. They I, go together, and if you combine them, they sort of work even better because I think they're memorable because of the way they interacted.
0: Yeah, well, he, I was
1: gonna say, I'm like, Clank on his own with his own video game was not memorable at all.
3: The game wasn't that good either in fairness.
1: Yeah, they didn't do his character right, and I don't, I just don't think he was super super memorable.
0: No, I, guess... I think they. Well, well, if we're talking duos now, then I mean, also Jack and Daxter deserve a shout out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Ooh, and Banjo and Kazooie. Yeah. Very They're much memorable. deserves are love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are just adorable. They are the best of friends. And I, they are so there for each other. If I talking... literally
1: have a, Oh, sorry.
0: No, I so. literally have
1: a cousin who would go, like, years... Say, like just doing their horrible little voices over and over so yeah they're good <laughs>
4: pretty-
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and he did he <laughs> was, he would do them so good uh,
2: just like, shut up I have one Ooh, um Leon from mostly I've only played RE4 not RE2 but RE4 is pretty remem- yeah. memorable for me I loved him
3: yeah yeah I love I get that I finest in
2: that game tonight. But... You'd be fine if you laid it on your butt! <laughs> it the, sounds he doesn't familiar, sound like that at all.
1: But I don't really know what that game is.
2: We, the It's a pretty great game. Yeah. You should play it.
0: Everybody should play Resident Evil 4.
1: Oh, Leon! Oh, okay, okay. I, I understand. Yeah, I've literally played that game. I know that game. Leon's <laughs> memorable. Sorry, I was like. <laughs> I thought it was Ari, like A-R-I or something like that. And I was like, what is Ari? But that sounds very familiar. <laughs>
3: Sorry. Going back to duos, Joel and Ellie, The Last of Us.
1: Yes, yeah. yeah.
3: And that's a similar thing. I think they, they bounced off each other really, really well. Um, what about some that are memorable but maybe underappreciated or have gone sort of unremembered?
1: Ooh. Hmm. You, you, it's weird because he was, like, super, super, um, like, he didn't speak the whole game, but for me, like, Chibi-Robo. It's like oh, really, yeah. Like, just, like, his whole... Because he almost had, like, a personality without having to say anything the He's whole
0: game. He's so devoted.
1: Yeah, it's so like,
0: cute! That, that's actually, I mean, you could say it's a robot because he's a robot, but actually there's like canon evidence for it. Because if, yeah. you, if you actually do everything that you're supposed to do in the game, and do extra content, then you are actually ranked as the best
1: The number robot. one.
0: Yeah, the number one robot helper. Which
1: is such a good feeling. For, when I was younger, I actually thought people were competing online for that number. <laughs> and it I wasn't until I got older that I realized that it was, like, just a game mechanic, because I was like, I'm number one.
2: We are number one. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I also want to say, um, now, I don't know if you could say, quote-unquote, memorable. I know they are memorable, but it's, like, a very new game that I just talked about. The protagonist from Detention, um, There is a lot of depth there, I'd say. I'd say that um, there's there's a pretty... I don't know if you could call it a twist, but there's a pretty... There's an event that happens that makes you feel for both the victim and the perpetrator, which is um, nice. It's good to have that.
0: You're definitely convincing me to play this.
1: <laughs> I know, I want well, to play it. But you I also can... said that it wasn't worth full price. It's not. So
2: I don't... Well, I, well, I mean, if you have, like, piles of money laying around, probably. <laughs> Anyone who has bought a PS4, even though they already have a gaming PC, probably wouldn't mind spending money, that sort of money, on that game. Okay.
0: Um, I was looking through my list of old completions, and how have I not mentioned Kazuma Kiryu from the Yakuza series. (laughs) One of the best and most enduring protagonists. Maybe not, like, an icon in the sense that, like, Mario and, I guess, Link and stuff are, but he is wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful.
2: I need to play the Yakuza games.
0: I think
3: Zero's coming out on PC if
2: <laughs> It came I, out and I at,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, I looked at the reviews and people are like, um it's it's a buggy mess and then other people are like, No, it's really good and so I don't know what to think yet, but okay. it supposedly isn't aren't more games from the series supposed to come to PC. Not sure. But it makes sense. Shenyu
1: is coming to PC as well, and that's yeah, very similar wanna, to Yakuza.
2: I want to play that. Is it? Right. true?
1: In my opinion, It's like yes, Yakuza, it's Yakuza if you
0: take away the fun parts.
1: <laughs> it is insanely fun. It is insanely such a wide, uh, like, birth of things to, like, find enjoyment of. Like, just everything's so good with it
0: but I mean Yaku um, uh, gives you all of those fun things and you don't have to drive a forklift around for 8 hours <laughs> okay.
3: um, Neku from The World Ends With You Okay. oh yeah yeah,
1: yeah even though he's a little bitch
3: <laughs> yeah but I think that's sort of the point because you get a really good arc with him yeah. over um, mild spoiler all three of the weeks that you're with him um, and I, I really love the way that you saw him develop in the context of the different people that he had to work alongside and the way all of those stories sort of dovetail together. Especially if you go for sort of the bonus ending by getting, I can't remember what the requirements were, but there was something extra you had to do. I think there was like an extra challenge on each of the 21 days. But that game is amazing on the whole. I probably will end up picking up a Switch just to play through it again.
1: Is it coming out on Switch?
3: They're doing like, Final version release. And it, awesome. It, it will all depend on how they twist those mechanics. Because I was one of the few people that actually loved sort of having to do the touchscreen stuff and the D pad stuff. I like the way you had to bounce the puck between the two. And if they can make that work on a single screen, then I'm, you know, I'm behind it. But if not, I don't know
2: could get pretty ugly.
1: Oh, another, yeah. um, another one, uh, Lucas from Mother Three.
0: Ooh. That's one I need to play.
1: Cause he's a stronger protag than Ness. Ness was pretty blank canvasy. Lucas was a little bit stronger.
2: Mm. Um, I'd like to mention my custom protagonist from Dark Souls, because anyone <laughs> with neon turquoise skin probably deserves. Yeah.
0: That's yeah, that's
2: memorable in my book.
1: <laughs> um extra points if you chose to wear nothing but a loincloth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, So last week Last week I mentioned Two series that had strong Villains, those being Metal Gear Solid And Ace Attorney Now this week I'm also going to Bring it back and mention that they also Have strong protagonists Um, So I I think I love all of the Metal Gear protagonists Uh, Solid Snake um, Big Boss And Raiden Are all very strong protagonists Uh, Even though people complain about Raiden, he's actually great, so shut your mouth. Uh, Ace Attorney, I can't really, honestly, I can't say that Phoenix Wright is a great protagonist on his own, but I do love Apollo, and... And if
1: Larry Butts had his own game, he would be the (laughs) best protagonist ever.
0: No, the best protagonist of any Ace Attorney game is Miles Edgeworth. in the uh, Investigations side series. He is a great antagonist, and he is an equally good protagonist.
3: I have two slightly cheating contenders. So the first one is Deadpool, who is a game protagonist. He had his own game. Very His game was really good. I think he works in game format actually better than he does in film or comic because you you have those different different intonations playing it can cut to a different theme and make you live it uh, I loved the bit right at the beginning of the game where they ran out of budget and he's in this top down Zelda type thing and then he gives them a call and it turns back in and they're like alright we'll give you more money um, the other cheat is the entire cast of Broforce <laughs> just for the puns because I loved them And it's actually a really good game and quite a funny way of ending it on the story for anyone who has played it. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't, I mean, it's second to Deadpool, but Broforce should be up there in terms of what you're buying.
0: Okay. Uh, I know we've been pooping on, on him a little bit today, but I do think that Professor Layton is actually a good protagonist.
1: I don't know. I don't know about how I feel about that, but sure. I like I'm his not personality. sure I agree either. I like the games, but I'm not sure I agree. I love his personality. I think what he's bland that? AF. And also, he's a Mary Sue. He is like what the term Mary Sue was invented for.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't and I can't see just, the big... I just
1: can't give it to him.
0: Okay. Well, okay.
1: But it's your nomination, so whatever. <laughs> that
3: was the most passive-aggressive thing.
0: <laughs> I just never really understood. Wrong, but
1: you know, you can say it.
0: I just never really understood Mary Sue as like a distraction from characters. I guess
1: nobody's perfect, and I don't want to see someone who is perfect. They make me.
0: Well, the, the thing with a Mary Sue is
3: being able to. It's not even a case of being able to do things you shouldn't, because obviously you have superheroes and all kinds of the wacky things. And yeah, it's a case of your abilities being. Internally inconsistent in the world that you're building, That's just
1: being unrealistic. Like you have no downside. Like your traits are perfect. You have never once failed, um, outside of circumstances that were beyond your control. Like because of because of story and I get all
3: that. of that.
0: Stop it, Toast. You're making me blush. But like. <laughs> Like, the big, so I can see the criticism being lobbied towards Leighton, but I also see this criticism lobbied towards Chiaki from Danganronpa 2 a lot, and I don't know, I just think when you're looking at a cross-section of a character's life, you know, for them to be perfect over the span of, like, five days, like, I can spend five days around somebody and not see, like, huge glaring faults with them or anything. Like I can oh. enjoy my time with them. I don't. But see are those it as, like, five
3: the most challenging times of their life where they've got to do things that they wouldn't in any other scenario?
1: <laughs> yeah, and Leighton has like ten games, and he's all perfect in all of them. And also, Chiaki has very like there's specific reasoning as to why she was Mary Sueish. Like, but I, know, I can't but... say them without getting spoilery. So she's a different case, I would say.
0: Yeah, I guess what I'm just saying is, as a general point. I don't. When I hear someone call a character a Mary Sue, I don't really take that as, like, an argument. I kind of write that off, generally. And maybe that's just me personally. But anyway, that's just my personal onion there. Do we have. Do we have anyone else to mention? Um, There's just too many.
3: (laughs) Sam and Max. I was thinking, and this is probably my last one, is Bunny Lord from Not A Hero. Uh, So for anyone who hasn't um, played those games, Bunny Lord is a fictional big purple bunny rabbit who's running for elected office. And part of that campaign involves the characters you play as, so they're generally um, sort of generic stereotypes. So you have a a Jesus wannabe, you have a Welsh Valley girl. but you have all these sort of character tropes and they have different abilities and they all work for Bunny Lord doing things and there, there are a few missions where you play as him as well and I don't know, he's such an oddball and it's sort of very nudge nudge wink wink because there's mm. time travel involved there's all kinds of stupid shit but he very clearly knows what's going on knows that it's done in, in sort of a Deadpool, fourth wall breaking kind of way and there's a lot of nudges and a lot of understanding, that I think, really flesh him as.
2: Mm-hmm. That's that's interested me in the game.
3: It's really cheap. If, on sale, it goes for, like, 250. dollars
2: so. That's now on a tab.
3: And that, actually, funnily enough, plays relatively similarly to Deadborne. pitchly, Sort of 2D side-scrolling, although that's more of a shooter than it is a stealth game. And it's definitely more... Action and less story focused than but they're
0: both great. Anything else anybody wants to add? No, I'm all spent. Okay, yeah, I think I got to the end of my completions. So that's all she wrote, everybody. That'll bring to a close our first episode with a guest host. Thank you you so much for being here, Anthony.
2: It was my pleasure. I loved it. Yeah. Well
0: we might want to have you back on someday, but uh
2: Um whenever you want me back on, I would be glad to come back on.
0: No pressure, but it all depends on how
3: good the veggie tales (laughs) are.
1: We can have like a sequel and it'll be like another one. He'll have like a whole series.
4: (laughs)
3: Dude Yes. (laughs) Huh? I feel like the planet's forming and I like it. Uh, so, we are still looking for podcast hosts if you're listening to this and you're interested in being on. Um, I think we've got one lined up for next time, for haven't next we? Next time, yep. Uh, I believe we will be there joined
0: rooms, by. that waiting list and uh, slot you in somewhere. You veg, you veg. I don't actually know how it's pronounced, but I believe they will be joining us next time. We know our first interview
1: question. Yep, first question. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll pronounce it like. Three different ways every, or like until we ask that question, and then even <laughs> after we'll continue for, to pronounce it wrong.
0: Uvij, it
1: will be like uh, a, a Vougie, uh, like so on such forth.
0: All right. Well, I hope you've enjoyed your time speaking with us, Anthony. It was excellent having you on board. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, any final words? Any last um, words?
2: I watched Children of the Corn recently. Now, okay. I did watch it with my friends. But people really give that movie too much shit. It's really a pretty... I enjoyed it. I liked it. Come on. Don't be so mean to it. That's that's my final thoughts. Children of the Corn. Pretty good movie.
0: Okay. All right, tune in next time to the How Long to Beat podcast for more
1: Stephen King uh, <laughs> appreciation. Uh. Except I think all the movies aren't, like, I don't know if there there was a Stephen King movie I liked. Oh, well.
4: Nice I, I will.
1: I don't like the Stanley uh, Kubrick one. I actually hate Stanley Kubrick. Um, everything he does, I despise. Um, yeah, I, I did like the, the mini-series, though, of The Shining. Oh, I like Rose Red. I really, really like Rose Red. That one's good.
3: Is that Stephen King or Stanley Kubrick?
1: That's, that's Stephen King. It's, um, like, a giant mansion like The Shining, but it's not The Shining, and the house, <laughs> like, eats people.
3: I've got in my backlog, I've got the movie adaptation of Gerald's game. Ooh. I yeah, so, haven't well, seen, so I can't tell you if it's good or not. I, for those who aren't familiar, Gerald's game is all about a husband and wife who are getting up to some stuff, the husband has a heart attack, the wife is cuffed up, and it's all about her struggling in this sort of closed-room situation trying to get out. That's my understanding from the blurb, anyway.
0: But uh, the, the best Stephen King adaptation is actually Carrie the Musical. Um, it, it sounded like I was being sarcastic there, didn't it? I'm not. It's actually great. It's awesome.
2: Oh, um, I don't like musicals. I hate musicals. I do. I had watched White. I, I went to watch White Christmas live um, last year, and I felt like I felt bad because that was a lot of money that went down the drain to watch some people sing.
0: Well, I mean that's like a golden age musical, and golden age musicals just aren't very good.
2: I, I've I've seen. Musicals in many different forms. They all, I did not enjoy any of them. I don't think we're going to change my mind on this topic.
3: <laughs> this is why we never hit a time because we tried to finish up and then we end up talking about Stephen <laughs> King and musicals. This is just what happened.
0: There's also right. a Moby Dick musical. There's a 1980, no, not a 1984 musical. They wanted it to be a musical, but it turned into a stage play. There's a Jekyll and Hyde <laughs> musical.
3: There's a 1984 ballet. That doesn't surprise me. There were posters for it around my hometown a couple of years ago. Uh, And it it looked relatively big budget. I think it was Royal North.
1: My parents really wanted to see the uh, Christmas Story musical. So I don't know if that one's good or not, but my parents wanted to go see the crap
0: out of that. I've only seen the play, not the musical. So... Next time we will have a musical episode where we will sing every word that we say. Well we're still waiting on your Donkey Kong singing. So... Oh
3: shoot, yeah. you're right. Yeah, we're not gonna let you forget about that.
2: <laughs> you know, I can mix that in with the veggie tales if you want me to. <laughs> I yes please, we are. If 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 Kerf can provide
1: Provide the vocals. Well <laughs> all of them. Yeah.
0: I thought that the stipulation was that I was doing it live. Um, okay. I thought that was a recording. But it
1: wouldn't be live for anybody.
0: Well, yeah, but it, it would be, a... be live for you.
1: I don't want to. It... I want to listen to the pretty version, not like the. <laughs> oh. I thought
2: you're not gonna go. You're gonna see the Donkey Kong live show.
1: I don't want to see it live. I want <laughs> I the wonder... pretty
0: one. Ooh, I wonder if there is a Donkey Kong musical. I know there's a Teenage there Mutant Ninja Turtles musical.
1: Oh wait, no! There was a TV show that had music, had music in, it, in it, but it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I think one of their songs that like still haunts me to this day is "I Love You More Than Like." Like it was like a giant banana, and it was like the most horrendous like CGI. <laughs> it was not
0: good. I can play that. some of the I can play some of the songs from the Donkey Kong show on guitar. There's um. There's one Gosh. called Pirate Scorn. That you have is,
1: officially plateaued.
0: It is a bang. <laughs>
1: Damn.
0: Uh,
3: and on that night, <laughs> <on that laughs> sorry, <Kurt. laughs>
0: You have so much to look forward to. We're oh, going to have yeah. a musical episode. I'm going to rap for you. It's going to be. It's. <laughs> That's going to be. Our... Jump... That's going to be where we jump the shark. <laughs> and then we do become
3: how long to eat because
0: there's no more to talk about. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So next week,
3: want... 10 ways to prepare an avocado. <laughs> I
1: want this to be over. But I can just go up to eat.
0: Like it I'm will never be to. over. Go on, we'll let, we'll let toast happen Alright, everybody say goodbye. 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 Bye. Goodbye.